0: Diving and welcome to this episode of the Career Success Podcast. Today we'll be joined by Davide Lungi, the Projects and Development Director Europe for Tag Heuer, an LVMH company. We will be discussing the luxury industry and why it has performed so well in 2017. The 16th edition of the Bain Luxury Study, published by Bain & Company, stated that there are nine segments, led by luxury cars, luxury hospitality, and personal luxury goods, which together account for more than 80% of the total market. Considering all segments, the luxury market grew by 5% to an estimated 2.1 trillion euros globally in 2017. The market for personal luxury goods, the core of the core, reached a record high of 262 billion euros. Davide, why do you believe the luxury industry is doing so well?
1: Uh, That's a magic question, Lauren. I see see three main reasons, if I may say, contributing to the success of the luxury industry, and these are coming from my experience and and, uh, my continuous research. The first one is the sustainability of the business model of the luxury companies. Sustainability for me means combining tradition and innovation, means connecting past, present, and future, and continuously investing in heritage. Uh, all uh, the luxury companies that I observed uh, keep investing in Taplan chain to ensure long-term vision. And uh, what I've seen as well is that the majority of this company and uh, our company as well, keep putting efforts in sourcing sustainable raw materials mm-hmm. and developing the very highest standards. The second one is, in my opinion, on the purchasing behavior of the travelers. We have seen in the travel retail people spending more and more for luxury goods. A recent statistic that I've read for issued by Deloitte is saying that people traveling account for 40% of the personal luxury study market, which is a very astonishing, but is, is what we see and what we observe. And doing that, the brands are uh, reacting to this acknowledgement, launching special lines for travelers, opening brand cafes, luxury hotels, and again, adding travels and journey experience in their brand DNA. mm mm-hmm. And the last one that I observed is the innovative developed shopping experience that we have seen in the past few years. So The luxury sector, of course, like all the sectors, has not been immune to the rise of the e-commerce. And this is demonstrated by the capture of the market share, market share of companies like EUX, Netapote, Fafetch, Farfetch, uh, Match Fashion, and others. And by the continuous rise of the brand.com channels, it means the real, the e-commerce of the brand. And in this context, the original challenge for the luxury brands was how to replicate the luxury shopping experience that we have offline online. And it happened increasingly, more and more, the valuable investment on how to use digital technology and to enhance this luxury store experience.
0: Okay. And um, I'm, in terms of LVMH, they had a record revenue of 42.6 billion euros in 2017, an increase of 13% over the previous year. So I'm sure you know and understand those numbers quite well. But in terms of, you know, besides LVMH, which luxury companies do you think are leading the industry?
1: So, of course, as you said, uh, uh, LVMH remains the market leader with a, a record year again in 2017 and confirmed solid results. Then... What we have after VMH, and what is which are the biggest luxury companies and luxury groups? So we have uh, in the top five, the second one is uh, Richmond with brands mm-hmm. like Cartier, uh, Montblanc, EWC, Le Cult, Chloé, and so on. It's a primarily focus on uh, watches and jewelry business, but they are key players. Then we have the American player Estee Lauder in the Mm -hmm. beauty with brands like Estee Lauder, Clinique, and Aveda. So the first one is a global luxury players. The second one is uh, more focused on watches and jewelry. The third one is more focused on beauty and cosmetics. Mm -hmm. And then we have the fourth one is the Italian company, the Italian group Luxottica. Mm -hmm. Luxottica is uh, specialized in eyewear, specialized in accessories, and they have uh, purchased brands like Ryban, Oakley, then they have licensee they wear. And the number five is the watch Group. Again, we go back again to the watches, and they have brands like Omega, uh, Longines, Swatch, Breguet, and many other watches brand. Mm-hmm. What um. I have observed is that the strategic behavior of these five of players is currently showing a flourishing activity of investments resulting in M&A, mm-hmm. such is the case of Luxottica and the giant Tesla, or a, another example, which is a really a nowadays example, is the bid of Richmond to take the full control of net Apote, the pure player online market leader in the premium and luxury product.
0: And the, the main growth engine of the luxury market is a generational shift with 85% of luxury growth in 2017 fueled by Generations Y and Z. Uh, why do you believe that is?
1: So I, I can frankly confirm this view, and uh, this has been as well um, stated in a recent study published in February 2018 by the uh, Boston Consulting Group and Alta uh, Gamma stating that millennials are the generation that will contribute the most to the market's growth in the future. And between millennials, Chinese consumers represent the nationality who will drive the most growth. Mm-hmm. In this direction, we see that Generation Y and Generation Z, as you stated in your, in your question, are bringing the luxury brands to move away from a dogmatic approach and to cooperate further with streetwear brands and artists, we have we have an in-house excellent success in this in this in this sense, which is a collaboration between the brands Louis Vuitton and Supreme, which helped to break the rules of the traditional Louis Vuitton approach to luxury. And the second major success factor necessary to attract and to Keep bringing Generation Y and Z, like the top customers, is to move away from a customer-centric organization to a community-centric approach. We have seen customer-centric organization is the focus of the past years, but the future will be really a community-centric focus.
0: Okay. And Bain estimates that growth will continue at 4 to 5% compound annual rate over the next three years, with the market for personal luxury goods reaching anywhere from 295 to 305 billion euros by 2020. What do you believe...
1: So I'm convinced that the luxury, the industrial luxury goods is facing up various challenges in the coming years. Uh, and uh, these challenges will be crucial to get to the mentioned compound annual growth that you mentioned or that Bain mm-hmm. estimates between four and five percent. So the first one is the strong investment in, moda, in mobile, so social media and online. So what, what we have, uh, uh, what we know based on research, is that 55% of luxury consumers buying online use mobile phones, and these peaks appear among the youngest generations, getting to 75%. And influencers mm-hmm. and social media are gaining more and more power. We have five platforms which are dominating the market. So Facebook and Instagram in the Western world, and we have in Asia. And primarily in China, WeChat, Weibo, and uh, KQ. Mm-hmm. The second challenge is the decline of formal style, opening the doors to the casual style. So uh, affordable luxury represents better the personal branding of the youngest generation compared to a more classical luxury style, which is the one represented by the traditional brands then a third and the last challenge that I see is highlighted as well by a recent Deloitte study on fashion and luxury goods, which is linked to the omni-channel. The omni-channel and the inevitable flow of the digital tide continues and the real risk for luxury brands is that they are left behind if they cannot find the right place for e-commerce in their business strategy. And treating e-commerce as a distinct business risks creating a wider divide and make harder to bridge. Because at the end, the consumer expects a connected and a coherent experience, regardless of the channel. And this is uh, this is what I think actually is important for the, uh, for the future of the luxury goods.
0: All right, well, Davide, thank you so much for joining us today on the Career Success Podcast.
1: Thank you. Uh, thank you, Lauren, my pleasure.